The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. There is a season Well, good morning and welcome to There is a Season, Geezers and Whippersnappers. This is the show about how we change, how we age, and how we annoy one another. I'm Bob Wolf. Amen to that this morning. <laughs> snapping that gum before. What? Go on. I won't say anything about the slicked back hair. Anyway, I'm Gloria Shanahan. Yes, and we've been annoying one another this morning. But thank you for tuning in. She started it. Go on. <clears throat> Believe what you want. Of course, we encourage you to tell others about our show. You can check it out right here every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. Stream the show on WHIO.com or listen to it on the iHeart radio app and other apps so basically if you want to listen to this kind of squabbling you can hear it just about anywhere <laughs> you can learn a little you bit more can. about our show by checking out there is a season show.com and there's a way to check out our past shows via podcast links so we're building out that new site we're going to make listening to shows and getting other valuable information even easier and more convenient for you uh, look for more information on that coming soon how can someone get in touch today g well, that's easy, Bob. You can call 457-1290 anytime during the program. That's 937-457-1290 to join us live or simply leave a message with our wonderful producer. And some people are, frankly, they're just shy, right? They don't want to get on the, you know, especially when they're complaining about their spouse or, you know, significant other. They don't want to say that. Or their the radio co show co-host. co-host. Right, yeah, yeah. But you're not really shy about complaining <laughs> no, or giving not. me grief. No, we'll have a whole segment on that. Uh, today. So uh, amidst some real nuts and bolts shows that we've been doing recently on topics such as um, choosing an assisted living residence, including what they don't tell you. Uh, we also talked about, you know, taking care of your heart during heart month, uh, Alzheimer's risks that were traditional and new. What else was there that we, we talked about recently? Let's see. Well, we recently had shows on the allure of socialism, especially among our younger generations mm -hmm. these days. And we had a show on seniors staying active. We've had shows on teen anxiety and depression. Yeah. And amidst all of those programs, we also worked in a couple of other shows that dealt with the nitty gritty of our human interaction. Most recently, we talked about those values, those timeless lessons we try to pass on from generation to generation. We asked the question of, you know, what do we pass on if we pass this stuff on? And earlier we, uh, we spoke about something called emotional intelligence, which is a little different from the traditional IQ you hear about and a kind of intelligence that can actually grow as you age. We left that conversation while touching briefly on one of the central manifestations or indicators or reflections of emotional intelligence, and that was empathy. Yes, empathy was also highlighted in that recent program, Bob, about what we pass on to our kids. It's often refer referred to as the glue of relationships. And the more of it you have, the better your relationships seem to be. Does that mean the stickier they are? You know, glue? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Some people stick more than others, so much so that you can't get rid of them. As if you'd try. Don't think I haven't given it some thought. So what is this thing called empathy? <laughs> you hear it used now and again. And it's often mixed in with the idea of sympathy. So let's begin with a little distinction of the terms empathy and sympathy. Oh. I don't know why my voice is going this way. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I pulled know. my glasses down over my nose. It's what that, that thing I slipped in your coffee to make you a little bit easier to be around. Yeah. Okay, so the definition from our friends at dictionary.com. Sympathy is, are you ready? Harmony of or agreement in feeling as between persons or on the part of one person with respect to another. Another definition would be the harmony of feeling naturally existing between persons of like taste or opinion 
or of congenial dispositions. Like the two of us, right? No. <clears throat> and number three, the fact or power of sharing the feelings of another, especially in sorrow or trouble, fellow feeling, compassion, or commiseration. Hmm. Yeah. Sympathies, feelings or impulses of compassion, feelings of favor, support, or loyalty. Those are all definitions of sympathy. And that's uh, quite the start. And guys, watch out. That word feelings hmm. was all through all that stuff. I think every sentence had the word feeling in it. So. Yes, heaven forbid that you guys should have any or share that you have any feelings. Only when necessary. Now then, let's compare and contrast with that other concept, empathy, and please note the differences. Okay. So according to dictionary.com, empathy is defined as the psychological identification with or various experiencing of the feelings, thoughts, or attitudes of another. It's also described as the imaginative ascribing to an object as a natural object or work of art, feelings, or attitudes present in oneself, as in, by means of empathy, a great painting becomes a mirror of the self. Ooh, oh, I have uh, never really thought of empathy as all of that. Well, in, hey, but, but I'm a very empathetic you, person. You get farther down the list and, and the definitions great get a little funky. So there's some similar stuff, stuff in there, though it seems as if empathy gets a kind of like a one step back, one step removed from direct feeling sometimes with the, you know, the psychological identification with leaving you to think that there is perhaps a more rational than emotional aspect to that term. Uh, when the linguistic experts get into this, they talk about a number of things. First, the term sympathy, which is really the older of the two terms, is generally used to convey commiseration, pity, you know, sadness, feelings of sorrow. You feel bad for people in times of misfortune or hardship for them. That's usually sympathy. Right. Empathy, again, gets a one step away difference from sympathy because it's not so much the actual experience of the same feelings of another but the ability, as an actor would, to place yourself in the shoes of another, often perhaps because you have indeed felt similar things in the past. So while you might not directly feel sadness upon, say, hearing the death of your coworker's pet, you can understand her sadness because you maybe once lost a beloved family pet. Right, Bob? Yeah, yeah. and I think also we could say that sympathy is the more personal informal, maybe one-to-one, -one, closer feeling that could be, you know, shared uh, with another in moments of sorrow particularly, but that empathy has perhaps wider application in dealing with the experiences and feelings of others in, in all kinds of settings, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, something involving sadness or joy or conflict or frustration and so forth, and, and maybe settings that are also uh, different environments we inhabit, such as work or social or civil civic engagements, um, mm -hmm. or where there's a mix of different people, you know, say multiple people, you might express empathy in that situation, whereas the sympathy might be uh, more one-to-one. -one. So maybe another way to look at this or describe it would be to say some people might cry at the singing of the national anthem while others look on with reverence and respect. They can understand why somebody might cry, but they're not going to cry themselves or somebody might rage at the decisions or behavior of a politician, and others might simply say, you know, I get it. You're frustrated. I can see that. But then they get on with, you know, the rest of their day. So, I mean, there's, there's some difference here in, I think, the level of intensity uh, when it comes to the feeling. Right. I agree. So, so uh, with these distinctions out there for your consideration, and they're not absolute, you're welcome to share your own, uh, you know, perspectives on those two terms, sympathy and empathy. But we're going to turn our attention to the less personal, more widely applicable term, empathy, and talk specifically about why many people believe it is severely lacking in our culture. And uh, we have one article uh, to describe that called, Have We Lost the Most Important Skill We Have? Empathy. And it's by a gentleman called Gustavo Rossetti. Yes. And it goes a little like this. Yes. It starts with the opening line of people are kinder to those they view as human beings. So it goes on to say the problem is the rising self-centered culture that's blinding us. People are caring less about the feelings and predicaments of others. Vanity, selfishness, and the focus on personal success are threatening our most valuable skill. 
Empathy, that is, requires you to step outside of yourself. Empathy is humanity's bond. And as you alluded to earlier, Bob, it is the social glue. We are internally compelled to see each other as fellow humans. Empathy is more than walking in someone else's shoes. It's the ability to see and connect with others because they are human. Empathy is seeing humankind really as our extended family. Self-reported empathy in America, however, has declined dramatically in the past three decades. Think about the timing here. Think about the stuff we talk about on this show, and you'll see some connections uh, to, to what the researchers are finding. According to one study, the ability to think about how someone else might feel is declining. But even more troubling is Sarah Conrath, the lead researcher, explained, it's the drop-off of people's ability to exhibit an emotional response to someone else's distress. We are losing our most valuable skill, social connectivity, says she. To me, that's the basic glue. It's so rewarding to connect with human beings. Everything we know as psychologists tells us it's the most wonderful thing. So if we're losing that, I think that's distressing. Yes, and Douglas LeBeer believes that many people suffer from what he calls the empathy deficit disorder, short for EDD. The psychologist has been observing firsthand the same decline as Conrath's research. Now, EDD means the inability to step outside of yourself and tune into what other people experience. This lack of empathy not only creates misunderstandings, it drives tensions and divisions towards those who think differently. LeBeer explains how the empathy deficit is driven by putting too much emphasis on acquiring things and people, it promotes vanity and self-importance. People equate what they have with who they are, and they live under the delusion of being completely self-sufficient. And he says that's a killer for empathy. He goes on to write, you lose touch with true reality that all humans are interconnected and interdependent, all organs of the same body, so to speak. Additionally, he says the hyper-productivity culture is not helping either. The constant pressure to win is soul-sucking. This self-focused approach doesn't leave room for the social glue that we've mentioned a couple of times here. It's all about accomplishing goals for yourself instead of service to others. It's about how much money you can make and what stuff you can buy and what name you can make for yourself. So th these are some of the threads here that some of the researchers have pulled out uh, that they've noticed an uptick in self-reported uh, situations, too, with regard to this topic of empathy. Yeah. Now, for some experts, um, they say empathy is hardwired. They're brain circuits, and they're the source of humanity's desire for intimate participation and companionship. A Stanford University study does offer some optimism, Bob. Researchers there discovered that people who believed Empathy is not a fixed trait, as in just being hardwired in, spent more time listening to others and actually demonstrated a greater willingness to help. Now, so a lot of, a lot of research out here, and we want to know what's your take on all this. Do you think empathy is in decline? Have you done your own formal or informal research? And if you think it's in decline, why do you think that's so? Four five seven twelve ninety to share your thoughts with us today. And when we come back, we're going to look more not only at this article, but also at some other opinions about what may be killing off empathy in our relationships and what can actually be done about that. You might already have the key. If so, please share it with us. Four five seven twelve ninety to jump on board when we continue. You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 1959 was a very special year. Do you know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms, and this year we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tischer, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers. 
and what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies, serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio. Put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. See your new floor in our store today. Carpet Consultants has one of the area's largest showrooms with a huge in-stock inventory. Our staff can help with hardwood flooring, waterproof luxury vinyl plank and tile, ceramic tile, and pet-resistant carpeting. Carpet Consultants can help with no hype, no hassle, and no pressure. Locally owned, quality service, and value since 1989. Located two blocks west of I-75 on 725 by the Water Tower. Visit CarpetConsultantsFlooring.com. There are so many online scams around today. Have you been a victim? Well, for trustworthy computer services at affordable prices, call Personalized PC Care. We're local and do complete computer examinations online for free with no obligation. We'll give you a quote and you decide. No pressure, no harassing phone calls. It's that simple. Call us at 937-232-3275 or visit our website at personalizedpccare.com. Personalized PC Care. With us, it's personal. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Invest. Advisor. Take control of great savings at Grismer. Now through May 6, buy four eligible Bridgestone tires and you can get $70 back by mail. Increase your savings to $140 when you use your Grismer credit card account. As always, get four free oil changes with the purchase of any four new tires, lifetime balancing and rotation included. Now is the perfect time to take control with great savings. Grismer Tire, a legacy of trust since 1932. Offer valid through May 6. Restrictions and limitations apply. See store for details subject to credit approval. Mostly sunny skies to start off the morning. Low temperatures around the mid-40s will climb into the middle 60s for a high with clouds increasing as we go throughout the day today. Showers expected to return in the overnight hours and a chance for showers and some thunderstorms as we go into Sunday. The best chance for strong to severe thunderstorms occurring in the afternoon. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news weather and traffic am 1290 and news 95.7 whio welcome back there's the gum chewer again welcome back to there is a season i'm bob <laughs> and i'm gloria <laughs> 457 1290 to join us now that sounds like snorting over there we've both had too much coffee we're so sorry anyway i'm gloria i'm the sane one here on the show today 457 1290 to join us as we talk about empathy is it in decline in our culture? Is it something you sense lacking in your life? Maybe in your relationships? Why is that so? If so, 457-1290 to share. Yeah, so the researchers have uh, given a few reasons for this, and we're going to dig deeper into some of what they've uh, uncovered, particularly over research done in the last few decades. Uh, but, you know, we'd certainly like the input of uh, our various listeners who, who check in with us. So let's start uh, the show here with Scott from Miamisburg. Scott, What's your take on this whole thing about empathy? Uh, thank you for uh, taking my call. Oh, my, my concern is it seems like the main, the main media outlets such as CNN and Fox News and MSNBC seem to have fostered conflict among us. So a lot of times, instead of trying to understand what the conflict is and what the perspectives of things are between individual people, they simply foster division. And I think the most blatant example that just recently came up, and I'm not saying this to be judgmental of any party, but apparently one of our representatives said something regarding 9-11 where they said something happened. And that offended a lot of people, and even our president has jumped in with his own little tweet about it. Mm -hmm. Now, my question is, why did she say that? What is her perspective on it? Why does she feel that way? 
because it seems like regardless of whether or not her comment was bad, or by the way, I think it is bad, was the reaction to it appropriate? And now what seems to be happening is the Democratic Party is digging their heels to defend her, while the Republican Party is now attacking her. But no one's talking about why did she say it? What's the bottom line issue going on? And how can we resolve it? Right. I, th- I think a lot of times what happens, and th- I appreciate the call. Thank you, Scott. I think a lot of what, what uh, I, and we've said this before when we look at this, mm-hmm. even in news sites we like, it seems more and more to me like a grade school, uh, schoolyard uh, fight. You know, are you going to take what so-and-so said about you? Did you hear what so-and-so yeah. said about you? And that makes news. So you, sign, yep. you find some obscure actress makes a remark about the president, and then the president goes out of his way to tweet something at 2 in the morning about so-and-so, and you're going, this isn't news. And these aren't big issues either. I mean, the, the, what they're talking about is, but right, when are we going to address the actual issue rather than just back and forth? Right, right. It seems like arguing. a huge waste of time. Let's, yeah. uh, let's uh, welcome in Richard here. Richard, welcome to There is a Season. How are you? Good morning. Yes, I, I definitely think that MC uh, is in decline in uh, in the United States. There was a recent study done that shows that the uh, majority of the people in the United States are atheists uh, at, at this point in time in history. And uh, I, I guess we focus on the wrong things. You know, here we're talking about Democrats, Republicans. All that is is it's just in, in-house feuding and everything. What people need to do is embrace the basic tenets of religion, either it be Christianity, Islam, or Judaism. People need to have a relationship with God and understand that uh, there is more than just moral man. There is a spiritual side of us, and I think that is definitely what is lacking, and we focus on the wrong thing. I think I uh, this is some of what um, Senator Ben Sass was getting after in his book called Them, which came out just, I think, a couple of months ago. That What's it, it called? Uh, Them. Uh, T-H-E-M, and okay. uh, he's been on Fox News and a number of other places, a young, younger senator, and he was pointing out that when, when politics becomes the religion, when there is no—and I'm not talking about necessarily just e- even the sense of this formalized religion or that formalized rig- religion, whether people are self-declared atheists or not, and most people in this country actually would not declare themselves as atheists. They, they would say they're adherents of some major faith. But there's not necessarily a lot of practicing of that faith going on. There's a big disconnect there. And so his point in the book, uh, Ben Sass, was that when we don't have real faith and real uh, focus on uh, our creator, that we put politics in its place. And it's a poor, poor substitute uh, for relationships. Yeah. So we got a break here. We've got a couple of lines open here. Thanks very much for the call, Richard. Um, we, we've got a couple other people waiting here. And ladies, would like to hear from you, too, today, 457-1290. So what's your take? Do you feel more for your pet than your friend, than for a stranger in distress, than you do for your mate? Do you have trouble understanding and adjusting to experiences and feelings of others at work, church, and other settings? What's happened to our empathy as individuals and as a nation? Join us this morning, 457-1290, as we continue right after the news. You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 9.30. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update, our top story we're following this morning. Some devastation left behind after two tornadoes come through the Miami Valley yesterday, plus investigating a double fatal crash that happened last night. Beautiful weather out there today, but another round of storms is on the way. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic is looking all clear out there at this hour. We're not seeing any new accidents or any slowdowns out there that are going to give you trouble if you have to hit the highways this morning. 
is our top story. An eventful day yesterday, to say the least. Two tornadoes in Clark County. The National Weather Service in Wilmington surveyed the site where a tornado was reported in Clark County just near South Charleston, and it was confirmed that an EF0 tornado did make landfall. That's meteorologist Jesse Mag. He says a second tornado happened in a field south of South Vienna. No injuries reported, but the damages, the damages that is, in other counties, not considered tornado-related in this case. Jesse's got the exclusive forecast coming up. In Preble County, two people are dead after a head-on crash on State Route 122 last night. Troopers say the impact sent both cars to opposite sides of the road. We learned the two people killed were males. The crash happened around 8.30 last night, shutting down traffic in both directions on State Route 122 and Shell Road. WHIO's John Tisdale with team coverage, still working to learn the names and ages of the people killed. A third person was care-flighted to the hospital. No word yet on who they are. In Butler Township, a video has been released showing an officer accidentally firing his weapon during a traffic stop. That officer had not been identified, but Chief John Porter says 19-year-old Russell Higgins was stopped for driving recklessly and had been disobeying that officer's commands. When the officer was changing hands with, for, with the firearm, it discharged. Higgins was not hit and was taken into custody. Porter says he believes Higgins made the situation dangerous for himself and the officer. And it is the most accurate and dependable forecast. Here's meteorologist Jesse Mag with the latest. A cool and quiet start to the morning, 45 degrees. The morning low, mostly sunny skies, especially in the morning, will be clouding up as we go throughout the day. A nice day expected, high temperature lifting into the middle 60s. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley, 48 degrees in Troy, 51 in Springfield, 52 in Dayton. Under some more cloudy skies at this hour at 9.33, I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Hi, it's Larry Hanskin. When I talk about pampering yourself, you probably think about going to some type of luxury resort or a day spa, but I'm here to tell you that you can pamper yourself every day, or rather every night actually, with Giza Dreams bed sheets from my friends at MyPillow. You know, MyPillow has been a life changer for me with MyPillow. And Mike Lindell, the sleep genius that he is, has topped himself again. The Giza Dreams bed sheets with the world's best cotton, so soft but so durable. I've had mine for over a month, and despite many washes, they're just as soft as that very first night, just as luxurious, and boy, what a great night's sleep I'm getting. Well, go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the Giza Dream Sheet Special. Use the promo code WHIO. You'll get 30% off and free shipping. If you'd like to call, you can do that, 1-800-320-1481. Ask for the Giza Dream Sheet Special, and again, Use the promo code WHIO and start sleeping great with MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets. Welcome to Ask Jaffe with Larry Jaffe, owner of Jaffe Jewelry at Stroop in Far Hills and Kettering. Dear Jaffe, I would like a custom design ring for my wife with a diamond I inherited from my grandmother. I have a design in mind, but every store I've spoken to tells me it will take over three months and cost me a large non-refundable design fee. I was told Jaffe might be able to assist me at less cost and a better design. What makes Jaffe different? Sincerely, David. Hi, David. Yes, Jaffe Jewelers is known for our custom design work for 35 years. We work directly with you and our award-winning designer to create a one-of-a-kind piece exactly as you want. You choose the metal type and color at no additional fee. Our design fee is included in our final price and your custom design can be finished within 30 days. Jaffe Jewelers has built many lasting relationships with award-winning designers. Nothing makes me happier than to hear a customer say proudly, I had it designed at Jaffe. Ask Jaffe at info at jaffejewelry.com. Give her Jaffe. Hey everybody, it's Nancy here with my great, great friend Christian Hahn of Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai. Now that spring is finally here, this is a great month for folks who are in the market to buy a vehicle. Why? Well, Nancy, everyone knows now about our lifetime powertrain warranty on our pre-owned vehicles. Sometimes people forget that we sell new Toyotas. In fact, Nancy, I thought I saw you in the showroom last month. You did indeed, and I did not forget. I got a brand new Toyota Highlander, and I love it. You know what I love so much about it is that uh, the ease of doing business because you got the color that I wanted. It had all of the bells and whistles on it, exactly what I wanted. I'm glad you're happy, Nancy. And we make all our customers happy with a great selection, low prices, ease of doing business at josephairporttoyota.com or just come in and visit in our large showroom. And don't forget, we have the lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you on most of our 2014 and newer pre-owned vehicles. 
and I was able to shop ahead online at josephairporttoyota.com. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone or iPhone? Use the Google Assistant app and say, play WHIO News. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning and welcome back to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another, not just annoy one another. I am Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thank you for being here this morning. If you'd like to share your insights with us today, please call 457-1290 right now. Right now. Operators are standing by. They and are. I think we had one call from William and we lost him somehow. He got lost it in the was, shuffle. You want to know why we lost him? Why? Because you put a call out for oh ladies boy. to call. I did. Well, what's wrong with William? And then he said, well, there. you know, no, I guess I'll no, hang up to let the no. ladies call. We'll take all callers here. No. Male, William, female. William, if you're animal, still listening, call back, please. Uh, vegetable, mineral, whatever. Oh, don't go there. Protozone. We've got enough of that in our world. It's the identity show. Yes. So uh, give us a call. We're, we're talking about this this uh, topic of empathy. And, you know, do we have enough of it? Do we personally have it in our lives? What's happened to it as a, as a society? Had a couple of good calls there. The other side of the news, we were talking about how the media loves to foster conflict uh, rather than understanding, you know, a person's... Uh, you might you might differ, differ with somebody's opinion, right? That happens. Absolutely. You, you, differ you and with I pe- differ all the time. All the time. But we respect each other enough to be able to have conversation. And we just and tease each other through it. go out on Twitter and start flaming each other and throwing grenades. I'm not and even all this on Twitter, Bob. Are you? I, no. I don't I'm even, not on Twitter I'm not even either. sure I even know how. So some people have <laughs> talked about the media uh, fostering conflict. Other people have said it's a lack of faith, a lack of commonality. Uh, about belief and worship of a, of a creator. We'd love to know what your opinion is. Four five seven twelve ninety. Let's welcome our program sage. Our favorite. It's, his, it's our new nickname. Welcome, Bernie <laughs> from Kettering. How are you, Bernie? Oh, good, Bob. How are you? Good. I appreciate that. You know, I think that a lot of it has to do with how easy it is to get things, and there's convenience. If you want something, you can just uh, you push some buttons, and you'll have it delivered. And I think the ease and convenience of things has um, helped decline empathy because, you know, we don't have to work the same way we used to have to work to get things. And uh, you think that you also know, makes people our own little world, so to speak. You think it makes people want easy relationships too? Yes. Push, push button relationships. I, I think- well, yeah, and and here's the other thing. I'm glad I have a disability because the fact that I have to work harder at things helps me be empathetic toward other people who have to do the same thing. And, you know, uh, I, I'd like to think I can put myself in a lot of other people's shoes. Mm-hmm. I think what you said, Bernie, is, is all true. It, it, it definitely dilutes our need for other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't need people. We're we're independent. We can, like you said, pick up the phone. Our groceries get delivered. We don't really need people anymore, and that that's really sad. We're in a sad state. Well, even from a business perspective, you know, this the so called uh, conveniences that we used to have in yesteryear. Remember when somebody would actually come and pump your gas. Yeah. You know, and you would talk uh, to the person and say, how's your day going? Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and now I you do your own covers, groceries. This covers a lot of areas. Like it does. When, when I go into a doctor, he has five or ten minutes, and I'm like, well, whoa, what's that? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they have quotas to yeah. meet because of the, in my opinion, the holy dollar. So, uh, so anyhow, that was my comment. And, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, if we just put all this stuff down and – get together and talk to each other. Right, right. All right. And become maybe a little vulnerable. Nobody wants to become vulnerable anymore. You know, well, we, we all are anyway, whether we, we like it or not. That's right. We yeah. just don't want to show just, it to right, others. Right, don't want to admit it. That's there right. You go. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, Bernie. Bernie. Bye-bye. All right, Bob. Take care. Gloria, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. We're talking about empathy today and, you know, what's going on. Do you feel more empathy for a, a stranger on TV or for, you know, a, a, a pet dying or... Can you can you not identify with other people's either unhappiness, misery, frustration? What's happened with our ability to kind of reach out and connect with some of that? Have you seen it in your own life? Four five seven twelve ninety. There's a line open for you. Let's welcome Tammy from Troy. Tammy, welcome. You are the first lady on today, other than Gloria herself. I'm glad you called. <laughs> Thank you for calling. 
you're welcome. Uh, I think part of the empathy that's gone is not being taught in our schools uh, or shown. And then uh, since we didn't have any jobs for we the people, that also took away part of our empathy as, you know, making money, uh, holding each other up. I, I, I sort of kind of got your first point that, that maybe it's undertaught. Maybe people don't want to talk much about values or empathy in our schools. I'm sure there are plenty of educators who would disagree with that, but there are some uh, who probably could concur that it's not enough of a focus. I don't think I understand the jobs part as, as much. And I think also when uh, the Christian part that you were talking about earlier, if we don't come together more as a Christian world that, you know, we all began as, but they took away our uh, right for our preachers to talk about Christian life. And Muslim life, when Obama signed that law in, that our Christian preachers weren't allowed to talk about the Muslim culture. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, the, there has been um, certainly this, um, I think the argument could be made that there has been a silencing uh, overall of uh, many issues the ability to that talk are uncomfortable in terms of religion to certain and so demographics forth. or and, and I think a lot of Christians race. would feel there's been an unfair amount of uh, censorship or quieting of the the Christian They're, message exactly uh, these are not the easiest things to quantify but they're they're all good points um, about what has changed in the culture and we'd love to hear yours today four five seven twelve ninety we've been talking about uh, this whole topic of empathy. And have we lost this most important skill? And it's weird to even talk about it as a skill. You and I were having this conversation about our skills, things that you master, like throwing a ball or like dance, or is there something inside of you? When we did the Emotional IQ show a while ago, we were talking about how you know, traditional IQ, the quantitative scientific mathematical IQ, a lot of people yeah. believe doesn't change over a lifetime. But one of the thesis points of that show was that your emotional IQ, your ability to have empathy, can improve over time, that you can work at these things. Yeah, I mean, I really truly believe it. It's uh, to take take yourself out of the equation often so much so. You know, the focus that they're calling it the my opioid syndrome. My, 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 me. Let's welcome William to the program. Oh, William. William. Did did you make it back? (laughs) Yes, I made it back. Excellent. (laughs) Hey, you know, um, I worked for an agency um, where I was a um, crisis negotiator. Mm -hmm. And we were definitely taught uh, the difference between empathy and sympathy. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have a hostage situation, uh, a hostage negotiator can show empathy for that individual that is holding someone hostage. So, uh, I mean, I can relate to maybe the reason why they're doing what they're doing, but I can't agree with it. Right. If I sympathize with someone, that means that, hey, I've, I've actually been through what you're going through, and and I can I can feel your pain. Uh, right. You know, uh, but there, there's definitely a distinct difference between empathy and sympathy and and empathy with with what's going on in the world today i mean there are some things that i cannot relate to however i i try to put myself in a position to where okay i can understand i can see what you're what what you're trying to achieve but i can't agree with it right, right. and, and yeah. that's i think that is a key point that uh and, and other people touched on this earlier on there is more to be made, obviously, by showing conflict and showing the differences rather than having a couple of people sit at opposite ends of the spectrum and have a discussion about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I, one of the shows I always remember, and I didn't see a lot of it, but when uh, William F. Buckley had his show on, I think it was called Crossfire, and I remember Dick Cavett had a show on years ago and so forth. They were longer format programs where you uh-huh. could get different opinions 
And people might argue a little bit. They might get on the edge of their chair and they might be pretty, you know, passionate about it. But you had the time, you had the context to show disagreement and then people get up and shake hands at the end of it. Uh, right. Nowadays, exactly. it's a bunch of screaming people, you know, three three faces and, across the screen. Yeah. And the next day you've right. got a protest somewhere or riots. I mean, yes. it's really out of control. That's right. And and a lot of times and even in a hostage situation, I was a certified hostage negotiator. If if I go to the level of the hostage taker and we're screaming back and forth. Yeah. You're getting that nowhere. person is being held hostage. Their life is in danger. Yeah. Right. You right. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, but but my key point is. To come out shaking hands, let's 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 come to a uh, an agreement and come out shaking hands. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And if you can't agree on everything, at least there's certain levels of dis- of civil discourse. There's the other right. behaviors can calm down. You know, in the case obviously of a hostage situation, it's critical that everything calms down for the good of the third party. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Good points. All excellent points. Thank you, William. Yeah. Thanks for calling in for sticking with us. All right. Have a good one. Thank I enjoy you. your show. Thank, Thank you, you, William. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Right. I was thinking, too, something popped in my head when he was talking about the Stockholm Syndrome. It's one of those things they've talked about like back in the Patty Hearst days. It's one thing if you um, were you know, favored whatever that group, I can't remember the group's name, when they were doing all of those uh, things. But once people started bombing banks and, and kidnappings and hijackings and murders and all of this kind of stuff, Sorry, you know, but that's that's obviously over the line. But they've talked about how some people who are taken into those situations eventually start to uh, cross over and begin right. to feel. And that's that's the difference, again, between somebody who can be empathetic with the situation, and say, listen, I get your gripe, but I'm not going to start feeling it at that level and right. behaving accordingly. I can imagine maybe what you're thinking, but I don't I don't agree. Right. Let's welcome Ann uh, to There is a Season. Ann, you're on the air. How are you? Great. Thank you. Um I just have, I'm going to keep it simple. <laughs> I think that when they took out the four P's out of the school, um, which is to me the four P's is uh, polite, praise, punishment, and prayer. I think when they took that out of out of the schools, as far as educating people how to get along in society, uh, as well as not teaching the real histories of our country. I think that's when people started losing the empathy and, and understanding of the American culture. Yeah, I would say I can I can agree with that. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I have to say. All right, thanks, thank Ann. Thanks for calling. That's great, thank you. Uh, you know, there is something here. I'm, I'm not sure we even have time to get to it today in the program, but when we talk about self-compassion, or or, or let's take it to the level of, of the language, self-esteem, when that became the primary focus. Uh, of an awful lot of uh, child rearing yeah. and, and education and so forth. It basically said the most important thing is how you feel. That's right. Not how you interact with everybody around you. So as, as people have alluded to today, and, and they've spoken about this, you might not like the person in your classroom or in your office or in politics or in a lot of different places. You might not like that person. You might not like their views. That doesn't mean you still can't try to understand their differences and behave a certain way. Well, and look what's happening to our society. You know, I always would tell my kids, you may not, you, you will, it's good that you have teachers you don't like. Maybe they're not good teachers. Maybe they're not, whatever. But guess what? You're going to meet a lot of people in your life when you go through all seasons of your life that you're going to have to learn how to get along with and, and, and either learn from or take orders from so you right. better you better start young with your kids. You're not going to have this perfect justice in it's your not life. Not all about you, right? And that that revolves back to how you see the world and, and what only you how want. you see the world. That's right. right. That's right. So we've got a little bit of time in the program left. When we come back, we're going to talk about four other things that could be torpedoing your uh, your sense of empathy and maybe even squeezing a couple of things you can do to uh, improve empathy in your own life. So don't go away. We'll be back with more of their season after this. You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. At James Free Jewelers, we love our heroes in uniform and it shows with our preferred pricing program. We're proud to offer an extra 15% savings to all active military, veterans, police, firefighters, and emergency medical responders. Because at James Free, we know that sound 
isn't noise, but the sound of freedom. 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering, James Free Jewelers. Searching for a newer used firearm? Not sure who to ask or what to buy? Visit Shoot Point Blank, the leading firearm retailer in Dayton. Their friendly, knowledgeable associates will help you find the right firearm for you and only you. And with a huge selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories, you'll be sure to find what you need at a competitive price. Shoot Point Blank can also order online for in-store pickup in just a couple days. Your search is over. Visit ShootPointBlank.com and live confidently. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for $4.99 deals. How would you like it? Can I have it like a game show? Sure. We sent two contestants out on the streets to see what they could find for $4.99. Our first bought five goldfish. Ooh, but the other went to Subway for $4.99 deals. He was able to choose from four tasty footlongs or six six-inch meals that include a 21-ounce drink and chips for just $4.99 each. A winner every day. Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. We have eight locations with tons of equipment, rows of cardio, and group fitness classes. We also have free childcare and free tanning. You can even do your cardio in our movie theater. Also, most of our clubs are open 24 hours, so don't wait. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. Visit Natural Foods Plus and the Juice Caboose, open in a second location. Join us Monday, April 15th at our new location on 3070 Far Hills Avenue for our Tax Relief Day sale. 40% off grocery and 25% off select supplements. We offer vitamins, herbs, and supplements, organic groceries, and more. Remember, stop in Monday, April 15th for our Tax Relief Day sale to get 40% off grocery and 25% off select supplements. Natural Foods Plus, it's where healing and rejuvenation begin. This is Larry Hanskin. The new assisted living and memory care Beehive Homes of Springboro is now offering move-in specials. Call 937-350-1211 to schedule a tour. Appreciate the difference of a smaller, more personalized experience. Beehive Homes of Springboro, the next best place to home. Mostly sunny skies to start off the morning. Low temperatures around the mid-40s will climb into the middle 60s for a high with clouds increasing as we go throughout the day today. Showers expected to return in the overnight hours and a chance for showers and some thunderstorms as we go into Sunday. The best chance for strong to severe thunderstorms occurring in the afternoon. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24 24- our news weather and traffic station am 1290 and news 95.7 whio welcome back to there's a season i'm bob and i'm gloria yes you are <laughs> thank goodness uh we've been talking about empathy today and uh in the time remaining we have a few more things to share with you here what are some core reasons why your empathy might be missing gloria okay mine's never Yours. missing i i probably are on the other end of the spectrum where this I might have too from much. Lisa Schlesinger, who wrote this for uh, Huffington Post, go. But, but Bob, it, the reason why your empathy might be lacking is the first and greatest reason is often anger. I'm not angry. That emotion blocks off your capacity to feel warmth for those you are closest to. You sometimes just feel numb. Okay, yeah. The second reason <clears throat> that you don't feel empathy, Gloria, for those closest <laughs> to you, is because you're too busy protecting yourself. No, no. Yeah. I'm perfectly happy being vulnerable. Anger is one, protecting yourself is another. What's the third reason people I, I, might be killing off their empathy? I don't know. There's a mirror behind you, though. The third reason for being emotionally cut off is to avoid identifying yourself in the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is one of those things where people kind of project. So let's say uh, right. your kid's not invited to some party, right? You might want to start trying to talk your kid out of the party or think it wasn't that great and so forth. And maybe it's hitting you hard because of something in your past. You yeah, didn't you get try invited to, to the party or you don't know the right parents or whatever. Right? There you go. So four things, uh, anger, 
protecting yourself, identifying yourself in some other person. And a, and a fourth one would be the fear of intimacy, right? Yeah. That's a reason for being emotionally distant, especially, you know, we're not all the same, right? Some people really have trouble being uh, emotionally vulnerable and intimate. And so for these reasons, they're kind of locked up and they do not extend empathy. They yep. don't develop that That's skill. right. You got to risk yourself to be empathetic with Absolutely. your friends. Now, if you were looking, <laughs> if you wanted to develop this EQ, this emotional capacity, this ability to have more empathy, there are some things you can do. And what would one of them be, be to ver- improve your empathy, Gloria? <clears throat> Don't listen to a thing he says. Uh, the first one would just be be thoughtful, you know? Like notice your thoughts the next time a loved one or a friend is asking you to listen to them, you know? Notice their thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, practice be daily appreciation for what you have. Compassion begins with acceptance uh, and acknowledgement. And a lot of times we've talked about this on this program that a kind of a basis of gratitude gives you some perspective. If your ability to say, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the people around me, and yeah, you know, they don't all please me all the time. I might be annoyed by this or that thing going on, but I am basically grateful in my life, my predisposition. Right. Another one would be to truly listen. Don't tune out. Instead, allow yourself to get into someone else's shoes. What does it feel like? Here's a good one, and a lot of us don't do this. It's very easy to recoil for fear of pain, but practice learning from your enemies. Practice learning hmm. from the people who hurt you uh, or the people who have done something wrong to you, or at least uh, you may perceive it that way. Hmm. Everyone is a teacher in disguise. Everything has the ability to educate you in some way. And people don't want to do that. When they get hurt, they kind of run the other direction right? rather than asking the question, why did that happen? That's right. And they tend to put it on that person 100% that it was the other person's fault. Oh, yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see I know, you do this all I the know time. that. Ditto. Yeah. So uh, a big one here is always resist the urge to fix the problem. Sometimes when our loved ones or good friends complain or have a problem, our first in- instinct is to feel kind of defensive and we want to quickly solve the problem. So that pain and sadness will just go away. So, you know, remember out there, folks, that everybody just wants to be heard and understood, like uh, William said. And if that sounds too simple... Maybe you are too uncomfortable or too comfortable being uncomfortable. Think about that, Bob. Too comfortable being uncomfortable, too uncomfortable like being comfortable. Oh, just I'm, stop. I've gotten very, very confused here. We're <laughs> down to about a minute left and I just, I just I got nothing. Ba- yeah. Uh, wow. So, so I hope we've uh, done something to move the needle for empathy I'm here. Sure. I, I, I hope I hope we have. Uh, so. If not, there's always additional programming <laughs> coming down your, <laughs> down the pike toward you here. Better shows maybe than this one. Hey. Or maybe not even as good as this one. We'll never know, right? People have to tell us. So we're going to be talking here about continuing education in your retirement years and what that can do for you. Also, we're going to be talking about marijuana, something you don't hear a lot about, particularly in this uh, market, which has been so afflicted with uh, the opioid crisis and so forth. But what is marijuana doing uh, today with regards to psychosis, crime, a lot of uh, bigger problems than, than maybe what you hear? What else are we going to be talking about? And we're going to do a show on hearing and the latest and greatest hearing technology. And also Just, robots, yeah. the future at Walmart. Are they the future of caregiving? There you All go. All of that is coming up. That'll do it for us today. We thank you very much for not being too annoyed with our presence here. And for being empathetic. <laughs> yes. Remember, dear friends, seek grace in every step and never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. For my dear friend and co-host Gloria Shanahan, for our wonderful producers and everyone who makes the show possible. I want to thank you for being here. You've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO, have a blessed week. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.